Last night I drifted off listening to Tris Dixon's Boxing Life Stories, the episode with Michael Brody. Having heard Brody's name for years, I'd never gotten around to watching any of his fights until this morning. A heavily edited version of a six-rounder with Mark Alexander, who looked like a weight class above. The two traded knockdowns until the fourth, when Brody overwhelmed Alexander against the ropes and forced the referee to stop in. At this point, in 2009, Brody was 35 and returning from four years of inactivity. When a fighter thrills in those conditions, he must be something special. A record of 24 KO wins in 41 fights, while floating between super bantam and featherweight, suggests Brody was a serious hitter. He looked it in the Alexander fight, turning over crisp hooks and jamming in straight punches. He adhered to the boxing maxim of punching through the target. His defence impressed me too, despite his going down to body shots. He brings his gloves to cover the sides of his chin, not his temples, and sways in big arcs from the waist. This leaves some crucial areas exposed as Alexander exploited, but Brody steps forward all the while, launching his combinations and slipping from side to side and bobbing up and down. It's a lot for an opponent to deal with, especially when being hit so hard. Brody was part of the Manchester boxing boom that is now widely accredited to Ricky Hatton, but as Dixon and Brody touched upon, Brody was also very popular in the Northwest. They hinted that Hatton, who came along shortly after, jumped on a hype train that was already steaming along, powered by the coal Brody and Anthony Farnell had provided, and took the driver's seat somewhere along the way. That's a difficult one to untangle. Hatton had the USP of finishing opponents in the fourth round, and the body shots. And let's not forget, he took full advantage of his opportunity against Kostyzu, which Brody, firstly against Willie Jorin, then twice against Injin Chi, failed to. All three fights plus Brody's British title clash with Neil Swain, are on the list. Dixon placed the latter alongside Jamie Moore vs Matt Macklin and Alex Arthur vs Michael Gomez as one of the greatest British title fights of all time. I'll be able to see whether Brody, as he insisted, was unlucky in his step-ups to world level. The results will still stand, but I'd like to see it for myself.